you talking about? On the telephone, man. Explain it well, to you. Well, damn, goddamn, we know there's a telephone. Boy, what the hell thing I doing? Losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Let's not stand on ceremony here. We have blood to spare. You're like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. Do it again. People have accidents. Frank, what are you saying? I'm saying people have accidents, that's all. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate a bill. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. <clears throat> Had a little guy in my throat, a little pubic hair. <clears throat> uh, my name is Nick Stevens, you know, and I'm your host. But in a way, aren't we all, you know? And uh, tonight we're going to do something a little different, you know, not so different, but different enough, differently than normal. And uh, we're going to be talking to returning guest Monomalto, Okay via the Instagram, and I'm going to connect here momentarily, but before I do that, I just want to say, please, if you're not already, stay the fuck home. All you Kamikanzis, friends, family of the show, anyone listening, stay the fuck home. Let's get through this together, okay? Be safe, be good to each other, all of that good stuff, because it's serious. It's some serious fucking shit, you know what I mean? I'm saying the same thing that everybody else is saying, or maybe not. There's some people out there that are just living their lives, you know, and just saying, oh, it's just hype. But there's people dying, and it's serious. Um, and this show is not going to get into all that, but I just wanted to throw that out there at the top because because it's important, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, if this thing will teach us anything, this pandemic will teach us anything, it's that we need to just be good to each other and support each other and connect with each other and get through this together. And the way we can do that together is by staying the fuck home. You know, staying in contact but staying the fuck home, you know what I mean? And I had posted an episode a few days ago, um, kind of talking about the same shit, so I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty, but uh, I do want to say, at Thunderkegs, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't post your top 10 the other day. I completely forgot it got buried with everybody else's, um, so I'm just going to read that here at the top of the show because a couple episodes ago, if you guys rem- might remember, I was collecting everybody's top 10s, you know, and Kamikanzis were resounding in the positive. And uh, so here it is. At Thunderkeg, his top 10. <clears throat> Watchmen at the top of the list. Princess Mononoke, 12 Monkeys, The Big Lebowski, Perfume, Malcolm X, Training Day, Saving Private Ryan, Matrix, all of the Matrix movies, and The Machinist. This is fitting because in his top 10, he put all three Matrix movies. And I'm glad he brought this up because the conversation I'm about to have with Mr. Monomonza, Mr. James fucking Powell, is just one of those Matrix movies. And it's not the first one, kids. Surprise. We already did that one a few years ago. Me and Mr. Buddy Hamilton, wherever you are. Mwah. And uh, I don't know why I said wherever you are. I know where he is. Like, I have his ladder. You know, he has to come by and get his ladder. But we're going to social distance. I'm going to close the garage. He's going to pick it up. Maybe leave a little love note. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. It'll probably leave a note right on the door. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Give me what you got. Give me what you got. Heat, man. Heat. 1995. That's all I got to say. Uh, but yeah, it's apt that he that, that at Thunderkegs would mention Matrix movies, and all of them, by the way, because some people just mentioned the first one. And don't get me wrong. The first one is great. I love the first one. But Matrix Reloaded? That's got some gems in it, too. Don't you forget, skis. I mean, from everything from Keanu doing his Superman thing to that fucking highway scene. And we're going to get into the nitty grits here in a little bit, buddy. We even did a little bit of recasting because I'll put this out to the Kamikanzis uh, in advance. So we're going to have that ready for you too. So enjoy this conversation. We're going to connect right about now. How you doing? I gotta hold it. I gotta hold it. From a distance. We are sorry. <laughs> now that's old. That's old. That's yeah. that's that's some Bette Midler. I'm a, I'm a, 
regular position. <laughs> the the folks can't see that you just held your mouth open. I mean, and it was beautiful. I mean, maybe should we just go live? Can we go live with this right now? Is there a way for us to go live with this right now? In my mouth. In my, my mouth. No, right. I'm your husband. Ladies and gentlemen, he just got on his knees and actually laid back and held his mouth open. Let me see. Let me see if I can. Is that is that better? Yeah, this is usually how I am. Yes. Yeah. And my and my legs are wide open. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So you're on your back and I'm on top? Yeah, you're always that? on top. You're always on top. So I got your big ass muscular legs yeah. on my shoulders. By the way, do you see what I'm wearing right now, buddy? You see oh. this shirt? It's great. You know, it's lovely. The Phoenix. I'm wearing a Phoenix. I'm wearing Phoenix. my Phoenix shirt. Yeah. It's not the dark Phoenix. Love that Phoenix. Oh, it is a dark Phoenix, isn't it? That's not dark Phoenix. She changes clothes. Dark Phoenix. Oh, she red. goes. She goes red when she's dark. Yeah, she goes red. Yeah. yeah. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a tattoo on your back? Well, I wouldn't. I, I, I just just a little bit. Okay. Just a little tramp stamp. Tramp. Oh, she's wearing a wearing a hat yeah i need to come closer am i sounding good no you're good you're good you sound great okay are you getting are you getting reverse are you getting like a echo no no i'm in the library right now are you really no oh. uh, <laughs> i was about to say i was just talking at the top of the show I was talking about social distancing and how everybody needs to stay home and how me mm-hmm. and my mona Malta are going to connect on the ig because mm-hmm. the anchor thing was good but i wanted to see your face i missed you mm-hmm. you know I get everything except the, the tip top of your head. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can move. I could move back a little bit, but I want to be close so you can hear me. Close to you. I just want to be close to you. I, I think I was singing the wrong song. Huh? I feel like a lot of equipment there, and I'm just here by myself. <laughs> you got all the equipment you need, baby. You got your big ass fucking hog of a cock right there. No. I can't see. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you sipping there? You got a little bit of protein? <laughs> And a little bit of dry throat. Oh, okay, yeah. I want you to shoot into a dry throat. <laughs> so we're talking about Matrix Reloaded, but first of all, before we get into some Matrix, how are you doing? Are you surviving? Are you doing okay? I am surviving. I'm, I'm rationing uh, uh, crackers and uh, a few uh, things of uh, spam. That's all I'm surviving on right oh, now. Oh, son of a gun. Oh, yeah. Man, spam, huh? Maybe maybe a cubic centimeter of spam daily. Daily. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. Yeah. I only put on clothes because you called me, but. Oh, okay. I've, I've been doing a lot of naked and afraid. Okay. If they can do the transformation thing right now. They can see what twenty one days has done to me. Could you imagine you and I on naked and afraid? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. I think, I think I think we'll be uh, fisticuffs day one because we can't make fucking five. <laughs> fisticuffs. Yeah. Man. I think, I think the people are trying to get that battle royale they've been waiting on. I think people have been waiting for something else for a long time. I think we'd be doing uh, the other thing. You know, because they're waiting for that sex scene. They are waiting for that sex scene. And let me tell you, folks, it won't be free when it comes out. <laughs> no, that's pay per view. <sighs> Speaking of pay per view. Two thousand three. What were you doing? Two thousand three. I was probably flunking out of college. Okay. <laughs> Not out of college, kids. Fucking out of college. Yeah. I was still in college. Mm-hmm. Okay, just about. Like I think, like second to last year, they released Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions. I believe in the same year, like a few months apart from each other. I could be wrong. They were. They were like a few months apart. I remember that. Yeah. Because and it was a big deal because this first one, I mean, the first movie blew everyone away, right? Nobody knew where it was coming from. Of course. You know? That 360 slow-mo. <laughs> and nobody knew it was coming. You give me that Juris My Addiction crap, you know? Trinity, help! And he's dodging the bullets and the bullets are flying and fucking crazy you see shit. The, the, the ripples and the sound barrier from oh, the bullets. Oh, my God. So when this one came out, people were ready. You know what I'm saying? They had the lap dance. They had the dry rub. They had the eighth grade make out in the closet, but it turns out to be a dude. Nothing wrong with that. Hashtag 2020. But here we are. Huh? Wait a minute. It was a dude in the closet? I'm just saying. Some things happen. Was it a a man in the closet? Was it another kid? Now we're getting into other things. (laughs) 
If there was a man in the closet during your eighth grade party, <laughs> woo, let's hear that story. I've already told you the stories from my eighth grade youth, you know, where mom and dad <laughs> would let us have parties. You. you got touched. Touched by an angel. <clears throat> I don't think so. No? You don't think so? I don't think so. That's what he told me. He told me he was an angel. <laughs> His name was Angel. His name was Angel. His name was Angelo, actually. You know? Angelo. Yeah, he, oh. he said it was Hispanic for Angel. That's why I trusted him. He makes pizzas. He does make at pizzas. Local, at the local <laughs> the local shop in the burg. So Matrix reloaded. <clears throat> Are you freezing up on me? You good? All right. Okay. We're good? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm touching myself. <laughs> so give me your first, uh, what was your first reaction? You, you saw this in theaters, right? The theaters I went to, it was, it was sold out. Oh, yeah. Uh, that first scene uh, with Trinity and the bike and the blowing up in the agent, it was a little, I, I was underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed because you I was underwhelmed already, I was at the time? You were underwhelmed? I, I already saw that shit in Matrix. Mm. I just wanted to see what, when when the movie opened, I really wanted to see like a Neo opening sequence. Mm. Because he flies. Because he flies at the end of the uh, at the end of the first one, he stops those bullets at the end of the first right. one, and it's like, oh, right. he's, he's beginning to believe, you know. And you're like, oh mm-hmm. shit. Um, and the da na na, da na na, da na na, da na na. So you're waiting for some shit to pop off. I love that yeah, opening. Right. I love the opening with Trinity and the motorcycle and the fucking explosion and Bing Bam Boom. Thank you, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I liked it, but wasn't you like? Wasn't you like? Okay, let's just get to fucking Neo. I'll tell you, here's my thing. I'll tell you. Well, let's okay. just jump right into it. Let's not stand on ceremony here. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not going to do it? Huh? You're not going to do it? You caught me a mid-glass shake-up right there. <laughs> I was like, oh. He took his glasses off, kids. He was like, let's not step. Whatever. Um, yeah, no, I was, I really liked that opening scene. And I was actually blown because this opening, first half of the movie, I'll say the first 40 minutes, it's all... Zion don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But there are some scenes in this movie. These sequels get a lot of heat from from fans and fans alike, or not fans alike. But this, but the, there's some scenes in this movie, including that opening scene and the highway scene and the Merovingian Mer- scene, or whatever you want to. The fucking the twins. Oh, the Merovingian. Yeah, the Merovingian. The, the, the fuck fucking, is a Merovingian? I don't know, but I like it. There's a lot of uh, explanation on the mythos and like the world building in this one. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I think I think for me, I was underwhelmed with the whole Zion piece. You know what I'm saying? When we see the the Nebuchadnezzar still on the run from those fucking squids, they they. Well, that wasn't that when they took you to Zion. I feel like that was your resting period. Take yeah. a breath, catch your breath in Zion. You know, and get some ass. Yeah. Dance. <laughs> And let's get back to it tomorrow. Yeah, I was just, I fast forwarded that shit on, on today, man. Because I was you watching. Fast oh, I yeah. Never, yeah. I, I fast, never fast forward Zion scene. I love that speech. The speech is one thing, but the dancing mm-hmm. and the lead up to the speech. Boom, boom. Boom, so, boom, 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 boom. It was titties. It was titties. They, they were naked out there. Yeah, I guess they were. Yeah. I still fast forward. Yeah, there was a lot of titties in the crowd. I never fast forward past titties. Not that many titties. It was. It was a bunch of titties. <laughs> at least three different titties in the Zion dancing. Well, if I want to see three titties in a row, I'll just watch Total Recall. You got me there, buddy. You got me there. I set you up. <laughs> I threw the alley you. You dunked it. You dunked it. I set you up. <laughs> I did that shit like fucking NBA Jam, you know what I'm saying? And I broke the glass, too, like, yeah. George, like George Clinton. Boom, shaka laka. Oh. We are oh, some old fucks. Oh, it sort of like you were flexed in there. That's the sound effects. Oh, yeah, kick your legs up too. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I'm so sorry that the Comic Cons aren't seeing these visuals. We're going to have to take some pictures to share so people can see what we're doing oh, at the end of the boy. broadcast. Broadcast? Really? Uh, let's at the end of the, the huh? broadcast. At the end of the broadcast. Hey, Tank and Dozer died in the first one, right? On the Nebuchadnezzar? No. Tank. Uh, Dozer did, but Tank, Tank, yeah, so what happened to Tank? Tank died, yes. Tank was the guy that was teaching him Kung Fu, loading all the programs. Right. The operator. 
No, no, no. His brother Dozer died. That's oh, what I'm saying. So what happened brother to Tank? Dozer died. Tank survived, yes. So where is Tank? He's just nowhere to be found? Oh, fuck him. Yeah, because Link but shows it, up from Oz. that same motherfucker <laughs> anyway? Because we got, uh, what's his name from Oz instead? Yes. He's good. Uh, Philip Bailey. He, o- he always works. I like him in anything he's in. He looks like, he he always reminds me of Philip Bailey. Is, is, that's from not, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's not his name at all. That's right. You just named a guy. <laughs> but you went with it. I did. But you went with it. Because I didn't know his name. I just know him, he's, I just know he's from Oz and like a million other things. He's like been in a, he's been in tons of shit. I just don't know. <laughs> he's a hell of an actor. He I is. Mean, whatever role he plays, he is. he is that person. He yeah. is good. Like he when he played fucking Mercutio and and Romeo and Juliet. Oh yeah, Mercutio was good. Crushed yeah. it, right? That was, that was a hell of a good role, right? You felt that yeah, shit. Yeah, I me mean, fucked up in love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I dropped yeah. off, so I don't remember. Oh no, you didn't stick all all the way through Los. I went all the way through. No, because even when like the writer strike happened, like the, you know, it kind of felt a shit a little bit. Remember that shit? Like 2007? When all the- that was 07? I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe. Hmm. 2005, maybe? I don't know. All the years I- blur together, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're blurring right now. <laughs> after the after the dance-off scene and after they finally get us back into the Matrix and they're going after the fucking key maker or the key master, mm-hmm. N- Neil's got to talk to Oracle first. We get to see yeah. one last shot of Gloria Foster in all her greatness. Yes. You know? God, she's so good in that role, you know? And for my money, I thought it wasn't going to get any better than her playing the bad guy in Leonard Six. Can we talk about Leonard Six, even though Bill Cosby is who he is nowadays? Leonard Six was still a great movie, right? I never I never finished it. Really? And, oh. and when I say finish it, it's like never finished it as a grown person. I, I saw it as a young person. I yeah, see, I, I, I yeah. watched it religiously as a young person. We had it on beta. There's nothing wrong watching Bill Cosby stuff now. That's what I'm thinking. I, I recently rewatched Leonard Six. Yeah, there you go. It was good. I keep watching Bill Cosby stand-ups. I mean, Dad is great. Dad is great. Give us the chocolate cake. Give us the chocolate cake. Dad is great. Even Ghost Dad. And we had a ball. We had a ball. We had a ball. Until when he makes that face. Yeah. The way his wife looks. Right. I know. I know. It's still good. It's still funny. You know? Oh! So we're at the Oracle. Yeah, the Oracle. One of the things I loved about this sequel, and I said it earlier at the top of the show, the world building gets a little bit more hefty. They start explaining some things about the Matrix. She even hints at like vampires and werewolves as other potential programs that were misbehaving. And how she even hints that there might have been other versions of Neo, you know, and there might have been other versions of, I don't know, his, I guess... The one, you know what I mean? Maybe not him, but the one, you know what I mean? A prophesized person or an anomaly. And we learn about that hint, hint, nudge, nudge later, later. She told him about the vampires and ghosts? I yeah. thought that was the Merovingian's wife. She, she flat out spelled Persephone. it out. She spelled it out. Persephone spelled it out with her tits and the silver bullets. Yes. But, uh, Monica Pucci. God damn. But, uh, so hot. But Oracle, she, uh, she kind of hinted at it too because uh, she was talking about like ghosts, you know, and things like that. Anytime somebody tells you a story about ghosts or vampires, it's usually a program doing what they're not supposed to do. I never picked up on. Yeah, I love that shit. That's the shit that gets me. (laughs) I was trying to make. Kids, I just tried to do a whole presentation for James Powell, and he just looked at me stone cold with no smile, like no no laughter. And, and, and I mean this in the most <laughs> loving way. When you was trying to put your hand down your pants, it looked like you had Parkinson's. Trying to... Your hand was shaking so it was, much. It was, because I was trying to get, but I was trying to stand up on a stool on my, on my, on my tippy toes while holding the microphone cord. Um, I didn't want to pull it out. Was shaking. I was like... Don't be nervous, baby. You're going to get paid for it. Show us your stuff. Oh. What about, uh, how about that guy who's uh, who's the, uh, I guess, the gateway to Oracle when they're hiding in the back door? Sarah or whatever? So he was like her bodyguard, right? Right. A badass. He was a badass. And And the way he stood by her and the way he brought Neo in with the initiation fight and everything. I wanted to see more of him. Me too. 
Me too. Because I knew he was badass. Right. Yeah. Because even when uh, Neo saw him in the green with all the, you know, the lettering in the Matrix, he saw like this yellow glowing figure, you know? Mm. So what, I want to learn more about that. Because he pretty much could have kicked Neo's ass. I like to think he was like on the same level with him, but I was just curious as, because he was a program, I guess. Like. So, so he's basically just mimicking Neo's movements? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because what no hits really. Nah, yeah. I mean, they were dancing. A lot of the fights like, in this are like really... Blocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the fights still hold up for you? Like all the martial arts oh, and yeah. shit? Most definitely. Me too. The opening agent sequence uh, with Neo fighting those, those moves, yeah. Because uh, one of the, you know, one of the agents was that typical hitman guy. He played in John Wick. He oh, was, yeah, yeah. I think he was, uh, he was Raiden in the Mortal Kombat TV show. Yes, he was. The guy, he's kind of like a fake Jean-Claude. Yeah, a poor man yeah. Jean-Claude. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that agent scene when, like, fucking Agent Smith sh- uh, shows up to drop off his earpiece. Yeah. And he's been set free, quote-unquote. And Neo has to fight those agents, and he's like, oh, upgrades, you know? Mm. Now, when you first saw it, were you expecting Smith to show back up? Hell no. Hell no. No. So when I did see it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I, my theory about how... My theory about how he like interfaced with Mr. Smith at the end of Matrix One, as to how he could stop the Squiddies like at the end of the movie, I think, mm-hmm. I think that was justified later on by like the directors. But like that was like that was holding on to that theory for like a long time after this movie. I was like, hold on, he's different from the other ones because he mixed with Mr. Smith at the end of One yeah. when he fucking dove into him. I guess they hadn't thought about you know fucking combining their their stuff. He just, he just rubbed off on Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you and me when we do the podcast. A week later after talking to you, I'm fucking James Powell. Yeah. 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 You are. And you're Nick Stevens. We all are Nick Stevens. <laughs> tune, in to, tune in to Comic-Cons every Sunday, folks. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Where do you want to take us next? So, yeah, so back to the speech. Like, oh God! Okay. Do you get so you say you fast forward it, but you like when you first heard the speech, did you get any gooses from uh, Morpheus giving that speech? I get more goose, not really, because I get more gooses from Morpheus when he's doing the when they're like, "Oh, you thought the uh, you said the freeway was suicide? Then let us hope I was wrong." You know what I mean? Oh, like I that. get oh, I get okay, more okay. goosebumps from him when he's all calm and collected. When he's like, mm-hmm. "What you see is crisis. I see is." prophecy like he's you know what i'm saying like um his ability to deliver those lines the way he does it especially in that first one when we first meet him but he gets his shine in this one too like for a second there you're thinking he's underplayed but he fucks some shit up in this but his delivery you uh i definitely wanted to see more morpheus moves too yeah yeah i mean even though he has his signature knee to the chest (laughs) he loves he loves that knee to the chest finisher it never works he's never connected he never connected in all three movies. But that's his finishing move. Oh, man. They all had finishing moves. Trinity had her finishing move. The jump up, the 360. The jump up 360 with the, you know, and then, the Spider-Man. Uh, Neo really didn't have one, did he? Neo just doesn't. Well, I, I guess the, the bicycle kick. Yeah, he likes that. But Neo yeah. does the Superman thing in this one. This this is the movie. This is really where we get comic booky in the yeah. sequel. Like in the first one, it's sci-fi. Oh my God! It's existential—a world outside of a world—and we're and we're and we're sheep, and we don't know it. All kinds of themes. But in this one, it's like, no, it's this is straight. This is a fucking comic book. He's flying around. You know what I'm saying? He's and and they even say he's doing a Superman thing at one point. You know, um, and that's another reason why I fucking love this movie. I love seeing him fucking flying around. How'd you like the flying? So my thing with the flying is so okay. The one can do it. The one can do everything he wants to do because right. he can manipulate the matrix. Right. So say I'm in the Matrix, and I just found out it's the fucking Matrix. Could I manipulate gravity the way Neo could? Could anybody in the Matrix, when they are freed, you think they could end up flying, or you just got to be the one? I think you graduate to levels of manipulation. So I think all of them manipulated to some capacity. Like Even like you said, with Trinity's signature move, with fucking, even with Morpheus, the way he's flying through the air and like landing on his tippy toes in the back of a fucking speeding uh, tractor trailer. You know what I mean? 
um, or Big Rig, whatever the fuck it is. And, uh, or like uh, in the first movie when Trinity's jumping from rooftops and she does that weird spiral circular oh, yeah, thing. Spiral into the staircase. Yeah, that's fucking, that's manipulating some shit. You know what I mean? Unless you're in the John Woo movie and then you're then in all rooms. Oh, yeah, you whatever the fuck you want. You just. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's doves everywhere, like birds everywhere. Um, yeah, so maybe there's levels of before you get to the big but, uh, I wasn't expecting him to fly even though at the end I guess now I'm just saying when I first went through the movies went through the movies and saw the, I saw the ending of Matrix 1 okay he takes off I thought he just jumped right. really high right I didn't I, I didn't think he was actually flying oh I thought he was flying yeah until uh, 2 and then you know he did the right right who does it better who did it better? Him or Hank? Hank. All the way. All the way. What Dude. is it about what is it about Hank's pre- preparation to flight? That is whole, it when he closes his eyes? Yeah, man. The, the sun, the sun comes the, up over the ridge, you know, and it hits him. That music creeps in, that Hans Zimmer score, you know, and we see like the dust particles and the rocks oh, know, yeah. scatter a little bit. Oh, dude. And then that the drums. Oh, dude, come on. Oh, yeah. That that Hank prep flight is off the chain, man. The fact that we are not getting another Superman movie with Hank is close to any travesty in modern history that I can think of. And that's the studio's fault, right? It's the studio's fault. Yeah, I mean, they didn't like how, I guess, the rest of the movies panned out, so they just cut their losses. But, I mean... They also, I guess, Man of Steel was like so polarizing. I guess a lot of people like either hated it or liked it. Um, but Man of Steel works so well. It does. Why, it, why, I love Man why of Steel. That formula get carried on to BVS, right? Or why couldn't you, if you didn't like how that one panned out, you could do like a lighter version, like a lighter sequel, make it a little bit more. If you want it to be less dark, make it lighter. You know, throw in some more jokes or have him save some more cats out of trees. You know? There you go. <laughs> But I mean, don't just fucking, don't just throw him under the bus. Because I tell you what, right now, man, I don't really care about The Witcher. I can't, I can't get into it. I don't, I don't fucking know how you're not into The Witcher. I'm ready for that shit. I don't know. I, I had, oh my God. Like two episodes in, I have no idea what's Jennifer. going on. Yennefer. Yeah? And you're not into, you're not into The Witcher for Yennefer. I, I heard oh she gets God. hot. I've seen the pictures. Oh my God. So I've seen the transformation from humpback to... Bombshell. Bombshell. That's perfect word. Perfect word. Because, oh my God. I, I just, mean, I mean, I they, wish I had played the, the video game, but I mean, story-wise, it kind of holds up to be one of those fantasy uh, series. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't looking for too much. Uh, like I said, Hank, uh, I figured he, he, he was going to do it well. And then just for them to add on that female counterpart. So that's why I mean. I, mean, I just maybe I, mean, maybe I, I really need another go. Talk about fantasy movies too much. You're not a fantasy guy. Are you? I guess I'm not. You're you 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 comic book. Sci-fi. I'm sci-fi all the way. Sci-fi. AI type. Everybody knows this about me. I fucking love science fiction. You know what I mean? There you go. Fantasy. I, I I'm yeah. I'm like a poser fantasy guy. I, I tell everybody that I'm into fantasy, but then I get bored. You know. I mean, I mean, you give off, you give off Lord of the Rings here and there. Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, but there's other you shit going He-Man, on, you know. And you, and you do your He-Man shit. I feel like He-Man's almost a nice blend of fantasy and sci-fi because, like, you got lasers and shit, and you know. He does have lasers, yeah. You know? He does have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's lasers, you're like, okay, sci-fi. Just like <laughs> you know. It is. <laughs> oh man. What movie were we talking about? I don't oh. know. Matrix Reloaded. Superman. Okay. <laughs> so when they go to get the Keymaster, they meet with the, pronounce it for me again, the French guy, La- La- Lambert Mer- Wilson. Vin- the Merovingian. Merovingian, played by this yeah. French guy, Lambert Wilson, I think. Um, and then, of course, Persephone, played by Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. And the twins. The twins. Who could forget the twins? The twins. twins, Basil. Who could forget the twins? The introduction of those twins. Those I remember seeing them in the magazine. Like the, I think it was, uh, I seen them in Maxim. Magazine right, back. right. Of course you were reading because Maxim. Monica, right. Because Monica 
Belushi was posing in Maximum around that time. Mac, Maximum top 10. Oh, man. Monica Belushi. And so I saw the, the twins preview and I was just like, what the fuck are they going to do? Right. They don't what, look what like. The fuck good? They, they were just transparent. They don't basically. look badass, but I guess they are kind of badass. Yeah, they are kind of bad together. Yeah. <laughs> together. They're like Kitty Pride. I guess they phase in and out of shit. Yeah. You know? I didn't really get the dreadlocks thing. I didn't know why two white guys needed dreadlocks. But because, I'll tell you why. Because if you, look at the, oh, if, you, if you look at the wardrobe of everybody in the Matrix, not outside okay. the we'll talk about the Zion wardrobe in a little bit, but the Matrix wardrobe, Okay. it's all so prevalent and so circumstantial of the time it was made. All that leather, all that satin, all <laughs> the dreadlocks on white guys. White guys wearing, having dreadlocks was all the rage in early 2000s. <laughs> Because remember, it was kind of awkward, like the 90s ended. We didn't really know what to do with ourselves. In terms, At least white people didn't. White people didn't know what to do. We were like, oh, we can't wear Jenkos anymore. Well, we can't wear UFO hats anymore. I guess flannels are out. The grunge thing is over. Should we frost our hair? Well, I'll do dreads. And it was like an in-between kind of thing. We were all kind of lost. We didn't know what to do. You need your fire truck? Hold on one second, buddy. I need to get my man his fire truck. Salute to the first responders. Oh, your big one's in your room, buddy. Your big one's inside. You want to say hi to James? Salute to the first responder. What? What? What do you got there? What do you got there? You play your fire truck. Oh, you got a fire truck. Yeah, he's got a big fire truck. Oh, man. He's got a big fire truck. That's the microphone. That is. What's Daddy doing right now? With this microphone. This is Daddy's microphone. Gotta be holding you, Nick. He is. He's holding me right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He looks like. And he just built our our new screened-in porch. So he's yeah. He's he's already he's already laying brick and mortar and. Look at that. You're a big boy, huh? Are you a big boy? You're a big boy. Look at that light right there. I see it. Hey, say bye bye to James. Bye-bye, James. Bye-bye. I need some draws like you. Daddy's almost done. I'll be in a few minutes. Almost done. Sure. It's almost done. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey, what were you talking about? The Merovingian. Merovingian scene. Yes. His club. His club. Yeah. That's another one of the greatest scenes ever, just because, I mean, he's a douche, but he's mm-hmm. a powerful douche. Another program gone awry, making, mm-hmm. making, making women have orgasms in his restaurant just because he's got Monica Bellucci, you know, as his wife or mistress, and he still cheats on her. So, so quick confession. Yes. When I first see, saw that scene, <laughs> when the movie came out, and the girl ate the chocolate cake. Yes. And I saw the explosion. Yes. I did not think orgasm. Oh, you didn't? What'd you think? I, I said, oh, he's making her fart. <laughs> I did not think orgasm. You thought she had to go to the bathroom to drop a I deuce. thought she had to go to the bathroom. Mm. I thought she had to shit. So he was just saying all that sexual stuff. All that sexual shit. Just to make her shit. I, yeah. I thought, because he was a jerk. Yeah. You know, like you said, he was a douche. Yeah, he was Why a douche. Why the fuck would he make her nut? First of all, let's put a pin in that real quick. Make her <laughs> nut. Yeah. <sighs> what else do you call it? Perhaps you can explain that lipstick. Lipstick? What? What is this lipstick? There's no lipstick. I was not talking about, she was not kissing your face, my dear. My dear. in the street from Matrix 1, right? That was a different blonde. I, I want to pretend, I want to say it's a different blonde because I think Mouse, okay. Mouse invented that blonde in the first one. Right. Remember? He's like, yeah, that's my creation. <laughs> yeah. Like, because even this blonde, didn't she, wasn't she wearing a, a red dress? Or am I thinking about... I think she was wearing a white dress. White dress, yes, she was wearing a white dress. Yeah. And she's still um, wearing a white dress to this day. To this day. Mm-hmm. With, with her nuts things in it. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, Monica Bellucci, she goes behind his back. She gets him to the key master. 
they're making tossed salads. They're making recipes. They're they're starting a bake off. You know? Tell the kids at home at Comic Cons is about this bake off. The bake off. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean the bake off? When 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 Neil's like, I'll handle him. And he goes, This is one of my favorite lines in any movie when he goes, Handle us. You'll handle us. Like he's offended. He's like, Your predecessors had more respect. Again, alluding to the predecessors. The predecessors? The predecessors. Oh, see, I oh, see, I thought you had skipped ahead. I thought you was already in the private library where we where we all you know kiss each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking about your library where I go return my books, and then you say it's still past due, and then I get down on all. Oh, it's, oh, it's still past due. Oh yeah. my shit, we're in the apocalypse. Nobody gives a fuck now. You'll never get those books back. Never. <laughs> I was walking around the neighborhood with Z and there was nobody out. Oh, yeah. It was uh, as if, you know... Every every time I walk out the house, I feel like Rick Grimes waking up. (laughs) The iPad. The iPad. Oh, the iPad. Oh, he wants the iPad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't it funny how reality creeps into this show every now and then? Oh, yeah. That's that's how you keep it real. That's 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 how they know original shit original like, shit like no cutting that shit no I'm not gonna you know what and I'm not gonna edit a single goddamn thing in this podcast <laughs> I'm keeping it all in how about the Merovingian's outfit though he was smooth as fuck he was dressed really well he was dressed very well and how about the leather can we talk about the leather like I kind of touched on it before the uh, mm-hmm. Zeph stopped by the show um, yeah special guest the goth crew had to love these movies definitely you know what I mean? After after that first Matrix, I never seen so many motherfucking white folks with long <laughs> trench coats in the summertime. <laughs> was Carrie Ann Moss a stunner back in the day, or was she just a stunner in these movies in that outfit? No, 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 no. See, I never knew how to classify her hotness. So was she just hot because her hair was slicked back and she had on that leather? I, I think so. I think so. Because in Zion, when she didn't have the oil and shit in her hair, she was just a regular white woman. Right, just a regular white woman. Stunning. She lost her hotness to me and Reloaded. Yeah. She yeah. was hot as fuck in the first Matrix. Right, right. Yeah. And the, and the She lost it even more in Revolutions. Well, we all lose it a lot more in Revolutions. But, but the clothes they made, it, I thought they did a really good job with the Zion clothing because it looked like they were mm-hmm. really made from... It looked like Armageddon clothes, like clothes that you would be made from. No one's rocking, walking around with like a KRS One shirt and a fucking you know Gucci sweater. You know what I mean? Nothing from the past. Nothing, Nothing from the past. They all made everything was made then. Yeah. Because I was thinking at first, like in the back of my mind, I was like, well, why wouldn't there be anything left over? But then I thought about it. I was like, no, everything's been destroyed. Like these these people were emancipated out of their little tubs, like their little tubs of gel and, and ectoplasm. So they right. haven't they haven't had anything like to collect. You know what I mean? It would be like you and I waking up in our ectoplasm, no facial hair, you know. We open our eyes, it hurts. That's because you never opened your eyes before. You know what I mean? All of that, you know? So, yeah. You never used them before. You never used them before. There you go. There you go. There you go. See, and that's why you're on the podcast. I think, so, if we're going to talk about outfits, I think the person that had the best wardrobe to me was Trinity, though. Trinity, yeah. I, I feel like, had the best wardrobe because she was cool. Like I said, Carrie Moss is, is high, but her wardrobe just matched yeah. Trinity. I don't know, though. Morpheus, though? Morpheus is up. Morpheus had that gator skin shit. Dude, come on, man. It was, it was all right. The it purple right, and the green. You know and then he had the green tie. It was fly. Yeah, it was. It's fly. It was. Like, Morpheus always had to have a little color. Carrie yeah. was just black. Trinity was just black. Sleek. Sleek. You know, it was smooth. Sultry. Sexy. Sexy. What's she sex? I don't, I don't know. The yeah. sex appeal is her on it a bike in leather. Yeah. Latex is something, there's something about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it yeah, is. She didn't, she didn't fill out the leather. No. I mean, it was, it was skin tight, but she didn't fill it out. No. Like, she wasn't busting through it, but it was hot. <laughs> Not like when you come over to the house in the BDMSM, in the, or the BDSM yes. outfit in the leather. And I wear my, and I wear my mask. Uh, I wear my mask, like 
you tell me, Master. You know, I know you like me and my mask. You, know, you like me to, you like me to beat you up. So oh. you know, you want me to wear this? I'll wear it. Oh, that's great, man. We gotta take a shot of that later. The highway, the highway scene. Here we go. Here we go. They shot this thing on a real highway. Real highway. They did CGI after the fact. I think they did the camera thing. But those trucks collide. Dude, and the, I mean, her first of all, her on the bike, saving the Keymaster, and then fucking everything from Morpheus taking out the twins in the car we, with the fucking katana. The music, the music definitely matched. The music. You know, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I watched that again on the big screen today on my, at my, in Mikasa while little Z was taking, uh, taking a nap. And, uh, it still holds up, man. It's probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. I'll go so far. I'll raise it. I'll say it's probably the best highway chase scene I've ever seen. I don't know. I have to go through. I have to go through the archives. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I, I, I'll let it ride for now. <laughs> I'll let it ride for now. Think but, about uh, it. Think about everything. I mean, you have three things going on. You have Trinity jumping off the motorcycle. You know what I'm saying? You have Niobe. We didn't even talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. Niobe coming out of nowhere to save uh, Morpheus, you know. My beautiful wife bringing me hot, spicy noodles. Let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> yes. Let's take a look at that. I don't know if I can show you without tipping the oh, horn. No, no, no. You don't have to show me. Uh, just take a bite. Just take a bite. Oh, it's spicy. It's spicy? Yeah, let me, I got to wait for it to what cool down you, a little bit. What would you call it? What, what would you call it? What's the name of the dish? Huh? What I'm, is the name of the dish? Kung Pao Kimchi Nuts Noodles. Oh, that shit hot. Yeah. That shit hot. If you got Kung Pao and kimchi in it, yeah. oh my God. What about your what about your colon? It stings the nostrils. What about your colon? What's hilarious about this right now is I have next to no threshold for spicy food. And she knows this, but I still ask for some anyway. You said kimchi kung pao kimchi? I just made it up. I don't know if that's really what it's called. Oh. I'm about to say, oh my god. I'm gonna let that sit there for now. I'm gonna put it right in the foreground so you can oh, see that. Let it, let it, let it get just right. Let it get just right. Wait for things to simmer down. Speaking of simmering down. So you say that's that was the best thing? I don't know. I, it's I my favorite think, scene, but it's I my think my favorite it's, scene would be the uh, Agent Smith fight. Oh, in the hallway with Morpheus and everybody. No, no, no. In the outside the apartment building. Oh, right, right after, right after he meets with Oracle. I didn't even talk about that when he right, fights right, a million right Mister Smiths. Oracle, yeah. You know what's Mr. funny? Anderson. That is a really good scene, but you rewatch it now, it doesn't hold up. Why? Because you're just looking at Neil's face for the uh, uh, computer graphic? It's PlayStation. It's PlayStation graphics. It's PlayStation graphics. <laughs> but it's like 1999 PlayStation graphics. I mean, but still, though, when he had it's that, cool. that, that park bench staff or whatever, he started. <laughs> yeah. True. He's making the sound and shit. And you can hear him when he's knocking the heads and shit. Very true. I might make me some noodles too. Nah, yeah. Oh my God. Nice and hot. Oh God. Nice and hot. Oh, that's hot. Mm. It's going to clear me out. Made Don't with think love. I can finish those at all. Mm. Made with love. Made with love. My wife probably puts a little bit of arsenic in from time to time over over the huh? period of 10 years. To, you know, so she nobody can trace it. She's trying to take you out like 007. Right. Take me out over time. Mm. Um, this movie is interesting because there's no real blockbuster wham, bam, thank you, ma'am ending. Um, no. It's kind of like, it's almost like, uh, dare I say it, Empire Strikes Back in the sense that we get that cliffhanger ending. Like, yeah. oh my God, Luke, your Papa Dukes is none other than James Earl Jones. Right. And with this one, it's like, holy shit, Neo. Did you just stop a squid machine, you know, outside of the Matrix? Outside of the Matrix, and you, and it ended with, uh, we don't know where the hell did Smith go. Right. And then after that telephone conversation. Right, 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 right. I think, I think that's what makes a good sequel, that cliffhanger at the that end. That cliffhanger leading us to the yeah. third one. You know, whereas the first one had a really big ending with him, like, beginning to believe, those fight scenes. I mean... And this one has some great fight scenes in it, but it's it's a resting point between this one, yes. between the first one and, and the next one. 
I don't think it's, I think the first one is always going to be my favorite, but I think this one gets, doesn't get the credit it deserves. I think this sequel is underrated. So when it comes down to, when it comes down to like, you have a free weekend such as now and you're like, "Hmm." a lot lot of free time. (laughs) And you're like, hmm, if I were to start the Matrix trilogy, where would I start? The Animatrix. You start at the Animatrix. Yeah. Oh. And then you do then you do one. Then you do two. And then you wait for four to come out and then you do three. See, I go out of order. I go out of order. I always I start with reloaded. Every time I start the Matrix trilogy, really? I start with reloaded. Interesting. Yeah, because I want to go ahead and bust that nut right now. But I bust that nut in the first one too. Like I'm almost immediately. No, 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 you don't. It takes too long. It takes too long. It does not take that long. It takes too long for him to get to that scene where they're about to say Morpheus. That's a long road. Yeah, but the training, man. The training is that so training good. Was that training was bullshit. Come on. Is that air you're breathing? You got a lot out of that training. Do you believe for that's real? air you're breathing? Hmm. When Lawrence, when Larry Fishburne, that's right. I, I said Lawrence, but I changed it to Larry because I respect Larry more. Oh, because you when, know him. When Larry Fishburne says, is that air you think you're breathing? Hmm. He does that little... Hmm. Hmm. Almost okay. reminds me of, and you think that gives you power over me? <laughs> hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I got out there training was when he jumped from, you know, that rooftop. And I was like, oh, shit. That's some, that's some, that's some real shit. That's what I want to do. That's what you want to do. That's yeah. what I want to do. I, I, I jump from. One skyscraper to another. But we hadn't seen anything from... We hadn't seen anything like that before, is all I'm saying. In that no. first opening scene in Matrix, we hadn't seen the camera angles and all that shit. That was the first time it's ever been done. So I bust that nut in the beginning, right from the start. So, there you go. Not really. Like, today, really, when Trinity jumps in there, I get it. The I first time. It. I'm saying now we don't appreciate it as much because we've seen it a million times. But at that right. first time, 1998, you're sitting in the theater... Maybe it was 99, probably 99. You're sitting in the theater. You don't know anything about the movie. You go with a bunch of friends. You know what I'm saying? You sit there. It's a Keanu Reeves movie, but you're in it for the long haul. Who cares? You like Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't? You you know, it starts and that scene starts. You don't know who this lady is and she's hurling through the air and all this stuff. And she, come on, man. Did not know who she was. I did not know who she was. Of course you didn't. Who did? Who cared? Did not know who she was. Exactly. And that's another thing I like yeah, about this. Even, like even today, with Reloaded, I get I, I still get excited to see him go against the agents that first time. Uh, that, that 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 still gets me excited when I see him go against the agents in Reloaded for the first time. I know because what you mean. He, he he doesn't worry about him anymore. Like right. like like all the anxiety from the first movie. Right. Where it was like, oh shit, I need to you need to fucking run from agent. There was anxiety. That's right. You really felt that anxiety in the first one because they hadn't, you know, Morpheus set it up great. He's like, I've seen men fall. I've seen agents. I've Break seen hunt- through walls. Exactly. Punch through walls. Right. He said, I've seen them right. punch through walls. Right. And then, and then fucking Cypher said, you do like, you do like the rest of us. Right. You run your ass off. Right. Oh God. Fucking Joe Pantoliano, man. MVP of that movie for sure. No, the MVP of that movie was that steak. The steak in Matrix. Ignorance is bliss. It's probably the MVP of the whole trilogy. That, that ste- shit was so fucking juicy. <laughs> that steak. He had that steak. He had the red wine. And then he had that fucking cig- cigar to go with it. Hell yeah, I'll turn on Neo. Fuck Morpheus. <laughs> For a steak like that? A steak and a cigar? And a bottle of, a bottle of red? Bottle, bottle of red. red? Oh my God. And Hugo and Weaving. And Hugo Weaving. And, Hugo, and dinner with Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Just to go back to eat some fucking oatmeal in a cold ass ship with a beautiful woman he's never going to have sex with. She's the one woman on that ship. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So if you could recast <laughs> this thing. Casting call. Gonna recast the movie now. I have a few folks in mind. Like, I, I, I think I, I think you could have got away with Johnny Depp as Neil. Hmm. Like I said, 
I didn't believe in Keanu Reeves being uh, a fucking martial artist master. No, who did? Nobody knew anything before about Matrix. That. Right, right, right. So I think they could do the same thing to Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp then. Johnny Depp then. then Not- now this is pre pirates. Now pre pirates. Pre pirates. So. Sorry, I'm leaking over here. You keep going. Just think, just think if Captain Jack was Neo before Captain Jack. Oh my God. The cold, refreshing taste of a Coke Zero. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Coke Zero and Kimchi Spicy Hot Noodles. Um, mm. I like that. You know who I, I actually had in mind? Our boy Chris Evans. See, but that's that's Johnny Storm, though. I know, but I'm just saying, like, we're thinking 1999. Granted, he would have been a lot younger then. I thought about that, too. I'm thinking, like, Winter Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. (laughs) He doesn't have to be goth. A goth version of Chris Evans. I I can't see. He's He's too... So is that the rule, then, that the Matrix has to be goth? So we can't. Who so else? Chris Evans can't just roll up. see him in that long trench coat. <laughs> no. No. All right. What about Idris Elba as um, Morpheus? I didn't want. I didn't want Idris Elba as Morpheus. I would have taken. And even even now, what about this? Would you have taken Will Smith as Neo and Denzel as Morpheus? Yeah. Uh, yes to Denzel. No to Will. Because Will Smith will forever and always be Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? He was giving you action. He gave you a little action. I know. In, in MIB, and then Wild Wild West came out same time as Matrix. So I know. A little action. But I don't. But I don't want like the woo when he's in the the spaceship, and I don't want the oh hell no. Nah. Like he's always waiting for that clip. Would you have loved that? Would you have loved that when he dodged those bullets and he would be like oh. Yeah. Keanu was just straight up, whoa. Whoa. He was whoa. He was like, yeah. whoa. Whoa, yeah. I, I would have taken Will Smith when Morpheus jumped from the rooftop and I'm like, oh. I like Denzel, though. I like that pick. That's good. I mean, as far as other, like, non action folks that could have fit that bill, uh, Boofer 81. He probably could have got away with the, with the Matt Damon. At Boofer81 said uh, he had Chris Evans, <laughs> Idris Elba, and I, and I messaged him back. I was like, by the way, those were my two picks, too. It's crazy that we thought the same thing. But he had Jean-Claude Van Damme as the twins. Like two Jean-Claude Van Dammes. Yeah. I, I, I would have I taken that. I yeah. would have taken that. At Subicide Squad said the entire cast of Tiger King, just recast those people in this movie because he's being lazy about it and wanted to be funny. Perfect. Yeah. And then at Julissa Bouvet, I think I'm pronouncing her right. I don't know. She messaged in and said, um, Jeff Goldblum as the architect, who we haven't even talked about yet, and uh, Christoph Waltz as Merovingian. Okay. I can see, I can see Christoph Waltz as uh, Merovingian. Yeah. Idris Elba, again, as Morpheus. Idris Elba's just getting all kinds of love. But that's it. That's all, that's all that I had from casting calls. I didn't have that many hits. What about for Trinity? Oh, what did she put for Trinity? Oh, uh, Boofer said, Boofer 81 said Anne Hathaway. Oh, nice. Right? That's a good nice. one. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, yeah. Yeah. She can definitely do action. Like I said, I, I guess me, I would just did a, a whole uh, blackness on Matrix. I would I would went with... Uh, All black. I would have went with uh, Aaliyah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Got the looks. I would have liked to see Angela Bassett in here somewhere, and I think that's because we saw a very poor man's version of Angela Bassett as Lynx as Lynx Boo. I thought she kind of looked like Angela Bassett a little bit. Anona Gay, you didn't like Anona Gay? No, I thought she was great, but she kind of reminded oh. me of Angela Bassett. So if I had to throw, yeah, oh yeah, with, if with I had, to, if I had, yeah, she had those cat eyes. And Gina Torres, by the way, Gina Torres shows up, and I love Gina Torres, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne's wife, and. I'm always going to be biased because she was in Serenity and Firefly and all that, so I'm always going to be, you know. But I thought Gina Torres should have had a bigger role. I think she shows up in Revolutions again, but. Now, I've also 
pretty diverse cast, though, right? What, what would you have taken a Jet Li as Neo, though? Nope. I'm just going. See what I'm doing? I'm going off the big time stars at the top. That time. At the time, I know. Time. I know. Yeah. I know. So a Jet Li as Neo. It's unfortunate. I think. I just think it would have been a different kind of movie. I think I think it would have been good, but I think audiences, I think you and I would have loved it, but I think there's too many audience people out there, just the general public, who aren't ready to see an Asian man in a lead of a major motion picture. And I'm ready to see an Asian lead fucking racist. Exactly. I, I mean, I think now, I think it's getting better now, but I think then, all the oh, Asian... Oh, because of crazy Asians, yes. All the Asian lead movies then were, like the Jet Li movies, they went, they were maybe in theater for like a week or two, and then they go right to... Although he did have a, like a large string of success, like he had the one and around that time he was going good. Romeo must die. Yeah, you're right. Um, so maybe, maybe I'm he wrong. Was off, he, he was coming off *Lethal Weapon*. What's the other uh, DMX? The, the DMX movie because uh, it had uh, Seagal in it too. Oh, uh, they and don't. They had, don't know who he be. He had Kiss no? the Dragon. Kiss the Dragon. Kiss the Dragon. So maybe I'm wrong. Was, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Jelly was hot. I was, I was just going off the time. I was yeah. just going off the time. Stars, the stars that we had. You know what, though? Wesley Snipes, if we're going off 90s, Wesley Snipes would have been bomb as shit. I didn't want to mess with it. I didn't want really? to mess with it. He had, he had Blade on lock. I'm not going to yeah, mess with it. True, but I'm why? not going to touch yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it. You're right. I went there first. I went to Wesley, I went to Wesley first. But I said, fuck that. Blade. Blade. Because Blade, that you know he can already, you, know, you already know he can rock a trench coat. Yes, and do martial arts successfully in said yes. trench coat. So, yeah. And as for Smith, I said Statham. Oh, all right, crikey! Statham would have been a great Smith. I don't know about that, but we'll go with it. I mean, come on! I mean, I'm thinking. You can't I'm thinking. With the glasses. No, I'm thinking. I'm, Willem Dafoe or Christopher Walken. Walking was a little too old. In the 90s? Willem Dafoe, okay. Just imagine Willem Dafoe doing his Parker, you know? Parker? Yeah. You know? But, but he, was already set, he was already set too around that time. Yeah, he was. When did Spider-Man come out? 2000? 2000, 2003? Yeah. 2003? Around the same time. Around the same time, so... So that's my cast. All right. Well, I can't read everybody else's cast right now. I'm sorry. Huh? If, anyone listening, if I didn't read your whole cast... I promise I'll make it up to you some way or another. Um, it was kind of a last second thing. I had people message in the list, but then I forgot that I was going to be using the phone to connect with you. So I can't exactly disconnect and go back through my thing. I mean, I could, but that's a lot of doing. So, oh, what are you drinking there? Uh, it's, uh, it's a protein shake. It's a little concoction that I made with, uh, with the crystal light. It's peach mango powder with strawberry pineapple spritz oh with a little stevia so it's an it's an is it is an aholic beverage or is it virgin oh no it's just water <sighs> that's fantastic and i fucking love you the architect i can't I can't go to the rating of this movie without talking about the architect. The architect. I said. I said the highway scene was my favorite scene of the movie, but I really do love the architect scene. You know, the fact that we actually get that confirmation. Ergo, there were multiple anomalies previously, and you are just one in a systematic, you know, line of mistakes. All that shit. That actor, don't know him, but he's great. That scene, it's great. The TVs, the confrontation when Neo responds and he's reading his reactions. He goes, interesting. You responded faster than the other five. Like, I love all of that. You know? What do you, what, what do you think? That was one hell of a, uh, like... Um, Twist? Convo. Yeah. Right oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't think anybody else could have pulled that off better than that actor. And, like, I could... You could throw in maybe Donald Sutherland for that role just because <laughs> he's about as great as shit, too. But... Just that guy, he pulled off that, whatever he was saying off. Right. Fantastic. Right. Yeah, he, he's intimidating enough, too, and cold enough that you believe he's... Yeah, he was cold. Yeah, yeah he was definitely cold. Especially when he said bullshit, and he's like, denial. 
most predictable trait of human beings, but but Keanu counters with, you can't kill all of us. You need us to survive. And when he fucking responds with, there are levels of existence we are preparing to success. Like that, like basically saying, we're willing to fucking live in the shit so that you guys won't be around. That is a cold as ice thing to say to somebody. We're going to wipe out your entire species, even if it means that we're going to struggle through the rest of our days as machines because we won't have the fuel that we need because there's levels of existence we're willing to accept as long as it means you're out of the picture. That's like, oh, that's harsh. So I was going to ask you, so which machine takeover do you like more? The Matrix machine takeover or that Skynet takeover? Skynet. Why Skynet? Skynet because I feel like we might have a chance. But, but Matrix is a little bit more fun. No Matrix is a little bit more fun because I don't like the idea of waking up in the in the ectoplasm, but I like the idea of being in a in a world where I can do whatever the you know, like whatever the fuck I want as long as I'm aware of it. So as long as I get the blue pill, right? You know, and I don't stay in Wonderland, I'm okay with it. But Skynet, I like that too because I like the idea of like I don't know having a Terminator watch my back while we're fighting another Terminator. I guess I really only like the Skynet if we're fighting Terminators in my day. I don't want to be fast forward John Connor's time with those with the, with those crazy robots because that's what, what was John Connor's time? What was it? Twenty fifty five? What was it? I think it was twenty twenty. But uh, was it twenty twenty? <laughs> starting to feel like it. But oh. uh, <laughs> no, you know what I mean though. Oh, John. I mean, you and I oh, watch John. Right. Right. I'll take that. I'll take that Matrix machine takeover. I, I'd rather be a battery and wake up. Yeah, because you wouldn't know any better. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't give a fuck. Ignorance is bliss, and you could have that steak. That steak in that restaurant. Let me ask you a question right now while we're talking about it. Do you think there's any chance right now that how you and I are existing right now, we're not a? Do you think we're within a world within a world right now? Now you're talking that singularity shit now, mm-hmm. you know? A little bit of existentialism. And so, and so is somebody watching over us now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be interesting, but at the same time, like, we can't do shit. We don't have any special powers and stuff like that. That's, that's, the, only ha- way, that's the only way I can... That's because we haven't woken uh, up yet. I can... Huh? What if none of us have woken up yet, though? But what you, what would you be waking up to? Would you be waking up to a new civilization and new earth, or would you be coming, or would you be waking up to a total destruction? Well, I don't know. That's the question. If you're, if you're, if you're in this bubble now, just living a regular ass life, like what'll be better for you to wake up in a even better earth or? You know, Earth 67, where, you know, everybody has a sponge up their ass. (laughs) I'm of the mind that there's, I'm of the mind that, not so much a bubble, I just feel like the multiverse. I'm I'm with the multiverse theory. Yeah, that sounds like good. That sounds like a good theory. Yeah, I watched a lot of uh, Man in the High Castle, so that's why I'm I'm like that. I'm, I'm with the multiverse thing. Oh, I was going to go back to DC Comics, but yeah, we can go that route too. Oh, you can go multiverse DC Comics, you know. There's a Superman. There's an old Superman out there somewhere. Supergirl's going to die. The idea of parallel universes has always enamored me and fascinated me. The idea of like parallel worlds or not even just a parallel version of myself, but just a parallel history or parallel existence of our timeline. You know what I mean? Like that fascinates the shit out of me. That's why... That's really the only thing that kind of keeps me going on that CW Flash is because they, they explore that a lot. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Flash fucks with that timeline. Yeah, I love it. And that's really the only reason why I keep coming back. And in my pants, too. And it's, and it's, and it's very smart. It's smart the way they write it. Right. Like, it's, 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 it's geeky and, you know, like it's, some of the shit be fucked up that Cisco says, but they break it down very well. Right. right. And it's so funny. They break it down. Right. And it's fun and tongue in cheek too. It's funny, yeah. 
And speaking of tongue in cheek, um, let's rate this thing. You know. Okay. You know. Uh, as you know, and as the Comic Conzies know, we have six beautiful ratings on the show. And despite our current circumstances, we're going to leave the ratings as they are. You're not going to put a, a, a quarantine stamp no. on the ratings? No, because I'm going, to, I'm going to try to pretend that this will be over in a couple days. Okay, so. Oh, you're definitely living in the bubble. Okay. <clears throat> Lowered expectations. We have call to work good, movie theater good, home video good, uh, catch it on cable good, sick with the flu good, hopefully not sick with the flu good, and <laughs> solitary confinement good. <sighs> Give me what you got. Reloaded was, was call out of work good, though. It is. I agree. I think it's call out of work Reloaded good. Reloaded was call out of work good. It was that good. I think the first one is call out of good work. Hmm. Boop. I think the first one is call out of work good. And I think this one is call out of work good. I think if this were to come back out in theaters, I would definitely see it in theaters when the theaters are available to visit again. And they will be kids. Just stay the fuck home and we'll get there. Okay. Um, but when we get to that point, I, I, I would see this again in theaters for sure. I would definitely go see it in, again in theaters. Yeah. And I would call out of work. I tell you what, I'll raise you too. Even if it wasn't playing in theaters, I'd call out of work. Just to see this at home, too. Um, at this point right now, I have to be sick with the corona. Yeah. To watch it. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. I watched it today, and it was great. I took a nap, too. It was great. Uh-oh, you froze up on me. I'll stick around five minutes, and then I'm out. You there? You froze up. Oh no, James! Can you hear me, James? No, he froze up, kids. He froze up. Ah, can you hear me? I think I. Oh, there he is! Oh no! <laughs> well, uh, kids, that's the show. Okay, call it a work good. Matrix Reloaded. My Monomoto. Always a pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, remember, whatever we said on this thing, just remember, don't take it seriously, okay? It's just fiction. I'd like to begin with a fact. Whether in a small town like McAllen and the Rio Grande, or in Chicago, New York, or Los Angeles, it is business, big business.